You are now listening to KMRO FM Comarocho Radio. Uh, I am your host, Argyle, and with me as always is Jordan. I'm here, as always. Not only is Jordan here, but someone else is here. Introduce oh. yourself. Hello. Uh, it's Hello. me, Dan. Uh, big fan of Yakuza, big fan of Sega in general. Uh, now, Dan, I think this is your first time on the show. So this why don't, why don't my... you tell us about your... This is my third time on the show, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm only doing that because we, last we have the a, second time I did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. We have a we had a pressing and urgent matter come mm-hmm. up that required a uh, a keen eye and a keen knowledge of Sonic <laughs> expertise this yeah. week. So we'll we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Uh, so thank you, Dan, for joining us on such short notice. Um, we have a we have a meaty chunky chapter ahead of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah meaty we got a grade a <laughs> a grade a. a level chapter salted beef a 60 chapter. a sixty five thousand yen oh chapter ahead of us <laughs> a lot of content to get to um anyone have any any uh news i i was i was scrolling through the internet uh yesterday and or a few days ago and i saw like sega news RGG Studios confirms the existence of a of a sequel to Like a Dragon, and I was like, "Oh, I I I wow, guess I always just guessed. thought that game was going to be made." Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> who would have guessed they're going to continue one of their they're going to uh, continue making their most uh, one of their most after like IPs, Sonic the yes. Hedgehog and Persona. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh my I god! Don't know. Big who would have thought uh, Sega Shop Europe has released? Among other games. Oh, yeah. We should talk about the yes. <laughs> cologne. We need to talk about what Kiryu smells like because mm-hmm. this is a this is a new this is a new we you know, we've been talking a lot about revelations. Um and this is a revelation. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is that Sega has released some some Yakuza scented uh we've we've got three colognes to choose from. There is a Yakuza cologne, there is a a Shenmue cologne, which people were always clamoring for, by the way. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, give me this, let me s- smell the smell of Shenmue. And then there's also a Sonic blue blur. Oh my god, what the hell? Where'd I'm the Yakuza at, cologne lo- go? I know, I was just saying that. I, I'm looking at the it's website, gone. the Yakuza cologne's gone. What happened? What? It was recalled, it smelled too good. No one, I think everyone bought that one and no one wanted to smell like Ryo from... <laughs> uh, now, if I remember correctly, on, let me see it. if I can remember the smelling note. Oh, Argyle wrote them down. Uh, yeah, politely. thankfully I did. I did quote them uh, in, the, in the Discord. So this is what Yakuza smells like: antique oak, cedar wood, beeswax imbued with smoky bourbon, leathery rose, and pimento. Pimento. The old, uh, pimento. 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 Uh, I mean, I guess the smoky bourbon makes sense, mm-hmm. and leathery. What is a leathery rose? Well. <laughs> I assume leather seats, maybe in a hostess so. club. Yeah, and then pimento. Well, yeah, I guess I guess I understand a little, a little bit of spice, you know. A yeah, a little, little bit pepper. of spice, a little the bit heat. of peppery, a little the heat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then Sonic, by the way, smells like fresh citrus, grapefruit zest, Caribbean lime, Mediterranean lemon, ocean breeze, melon fade, leather, suede, and cedar. Um, the leather comes from his shoes. The citrus and the beach smells come from the fact that every first level the, in a the, Sonic yeah, the, game, yeah, all the yeah. 3D Sonic games, all the 3D beach levels, um, mm-hmm. and no smell. It should also say the essence of hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, and there should chili. be like some chili. 
Yeah, and some cheese. Yeah, you should. They should put some hot dog water in there. And then uh, the smell of the Shenmue is the sweet smell of failure. Uh, I imagine <laughs> the, sweet the third smell. one. That's not failure. They did it. The sweet, the sweet smell of unfinished dreams. Uh, and uh, <laughs> dreams and, never and, fulfilled. And promise and and unfulfilled promises. <laughs> the the <laughs> smell of a forklift diesel. Yeah, a smell of a forklift warehouse. License. Maybe the smell of like a convenience store the or an arcade. Yeah, the smell of like a, a like a little horrible man that you gotta fight. <laughs> uh, what would uh, if you could but get a the, cologne the actual, out of any other? The actual yes. fragrance oh, before we move on is a cardamom, bergamot, a golden tobacco, orris, sage, and patchouli. Hmm. Mm. Uh, those smells I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. If you could get us uh, any Sega IP turned into a cologne or a perfume what would any you character any so, anything any any game any, any game inspired cologne i want to know what a monkey ball smells like what does it yeah, smell like in that banana, would be disgusting banana like, monkey, monkey sweat, sweat. yeah <laughs> fur uh, probably some feces in there as well oh no baby's diaper <laughs> christ oh, no. uh i was gonna say Jet Set Radio. It smells like cyberpunk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it smells like paint, paint and depression. <laughs> it smells like a man who's a man it who's like, the like police state. It smells like a man who's one day away from getting canceled on Twitter. Oh right. Oh, God. <laughs> I, for a second, I thought you meant DJ Professor K. Yeah, DJ Professor K is also one day away <laughs> from getting canceled on Twitter. <laughs> gonna make a joke that's a little too inappropriate and yeah we're gonna get really mad at him yeah uh, he's inviting fucking some some local uh shit yeah. kicker to say weird shit about uh he's gonna like go protests. on uh yeah he's gonna he's go- going to go he's gonna go on go chapo ahead. yeah yeah <laughs> we can oh, say it. Go on come town yeah red scare uh uh any other uh who's a uh, argyle what what a uh, sega game are you turning into i don't a, even know enough sega or... games like oh uh, okay it's but it's like uh other than that it's like persona and i don't know anything about persona yeah persona uh, just smells like a <laughs> smells like a the high schooler who hasn't showered recently i guess house mm. of the dead yeah, it smells like it's a it it's a uh, persona flesh. theme cologne keyboards. <laughs> it smells like whatever Jack Frost smells like. I guess that'd be more of a Megami Tensei. People mm-hmm. get mad when you compare those two things, and I don't really know why. Uh, as far the... as I understand, they're the same series. <laughs> they're the same game. I'm pretty sure one of yeah, them involves pr- a lot sure more dungeon game. crawling. I think Shin Megami Tensei is just Japanese for Persona. Mm-hmm, I'm pretty sure that that's what they call it in Japan. Yeah, I mean, there's five of them, right? It's Doki Doki Persona. It just it took it took them a really long time to make that Japanese localization of of uh, Persona Five, which they have called Shin Megami Tensei Five. I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. what it was, right? Great. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even know why people play those games. They barely even translated them. Um, should we talk yeah, about this week's like, chapter? The names of anybody? Yeah, they didn't change the names. They didn't change it to like uh roger they changed it from roger to ryuji and they changed and well uh, Anne, Anne is still Anne, which was nice they they had the sense for that mm-hmm. one yeah the, um, the, the games don't even take place in america 
I'm just laughing, imagining because one of the Persona 5 characters is named Makoto, and I'm just imagining a a white mom with a chalkboard, and it says, like, McCartney, McKaylee, (laughs) Makoto. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's spelled M apostrophe K O T O. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, uh, let's talk about this week's chapter. this week's chapter is either called Allies or Game Plan, depending on which game version. Plan. Yeah, I don't know why it's called either of those ESPN. things, if we're being honest. Mm. I mean, I guess Allies, Kiryu does always have his allies that are in every game. Right. And I guess uh, it's yeah, called a Game Plan because they have a Game Plan, which is let's find Kanda and beat his... Yeah, Game Plan is also a little him. like, okay, that's like, not really... The, the chapter title of this should be... Uh, should be Let's have fun with our good friend Rikia. Mm-hmm. Let's take Rikia out for the night of his life. Yeah. Uh, okay, so where we la- left off last city. chapter, where we left off last chapter, Kashiwaki got killed harder than anyone has ever gotten killed in these games. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kiryu is walking out of the Millennium Tower, which the police are, like, keeping people out of, and Kiryu has... 100 gallons of blood on yeah. his jacket. He did not have the sense to take the jacket off, by the way. That would, that would have been my first... And the, but if he had done that, people would that be would like... Exactly. Mm. But if people had done that, they'd be like, wait, you're not you're not in Onomichi! Get out of here! Go back to get, go back to Hiroshima! Get the hell out of here. Oh, no. Uh, uh, but yeah... It's he's, ketchup. It's fine. He's covered... He's just covered in spaghetti. There's a lot of stuff in the Millennium Tower. One of them is the finest Italian restaurant in Kamurocho. We know oh, that yeah. Kashiwaki loves noodles, and that extends to Italian-style noodles as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Kiryu is now a fugitive from the law for, like, the next five minutes, uh, and it gets completely dropped for the rest of the chapter. But we have to do, like, a reverse-chasing minigame yes. where Kiryu has... I hate this fucking oh, minigame. Oh, God, it's awful. It sucks. I mean, the chasing so game is fine, it. but fine. this... The one where you gotta run from the cops, and if you get too close, you gotta mash, and you get four chances, and then... Mm-hmm. It took me so many tries the first time I played God. this game. Yeah, it is a I nightmare. have a lot more chances because I'm on New Game Plus. Because it's hard to find the... Because it's hard to see the cops because they blend in with the blue... Yeah. yeah. The blue lighting of the city. Um, and, yeah, if yeah, you run should, into them... Should, Kiryu like, does... Them out more. Kiryu does like straight you, up they get little sirens over their heads. It's cute. He does straight up like elbow a cop in the face, which is yeah. you know pretty cool that, that he does that. Um, it's fine. It would be cool do, if he did I, it more often. I wish that he did it. I wish he could do it anytime, mm-hmm. like not just when the game lets you. Right. I mean, usually um, you're not you're not even seeing cops. So. No, exactly. You only see cops when they're after Kiryu, mm-hmm. um, or when you're talking to Sudo Wudo. Right. Um, you you run through the city. You make a big circle for some reason. Uh, yeah, they then, show like a little plan of the map of yeah. where you have to go. Uh, it's this, like a racing game. It's it's fucking uh, the family circus gag. Lap two, you got boost power. Yeah. <laughs> Select your guy. Select your car. Cure you. Uh, um. Your your race ends in the champion district, um, and Kiryu does like stealth mode behind a sign, which I really liked. He's a very big and, and uh, very conspicuous man. I don't think this is gonna help him if he crouches behind a small neon sign. 
It's fine. But he does run into... To, to he almost runs into a cop. Uh, almost. He runs he into runs a into guy who... Cop. Yeah, he, he, he runs into a guy who's a cop, but a little too late, because he runs into Makoto Date. Date. That's spelled M apostrophe K-O-T-O, by the way. M-C-K-O-T-O. Yeah, That's what his mom named him. She wanted him to be unique. Um, so Makoto, Mikkoto Date is here. Uh, I don't understand. I mean, we understand that Date was looking for Kiryu because, um, Kazuki Mm -hmm. told him that he was in town, but I don't understand how Date knew where Kiryu was. He just followed the cops, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You can, it's pretty easy to track down Kiryu. You just got to find a lot of knocked out people, maybe some cops, the smell of blood, uh, you gotta look for, like, a person who is just reconnected with their long-lost brother yeah. or something. You can Thank smell you, you. you can smell his iconic perfume. Yeah, you can smell the scents of, of uh, pimento and bergamot and, and smoky whiskey or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Date, finds, Date finds Kiryu and he uh, he's like, Oh, Kiryu, good to see you. I haven't seen you since Chapter 1 or the prologue. Oh, gee, Kiryu, yeah, and then, it's and been then such you a hear... long time causing trouble as always, I see. <laughs> you hear his daughter send him a text saying, Okay, Dad, I'm ready to see you for the he, uh, this month. And then he goes, Ah, oh, Kiryu, it. let's go get a drink. <laughs> Every time I know he thinks a, about his daughter, I've got he's got a drink. Yeah, I know a new place that we can go to, and then he winks mm-hmm. at Kiryu three times. Ding. He, he ding, mimes ding. drinking like he does. Fucking do a little sippy gesture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Want to get a drink? Wink. Uh, yeah. We <laughs> we follow Dante. Me. Try not to do anything silly. Try to keep. <laughs> try to keep up. <laughs> He's, he's running, slow. by the way. You have to chase him. He's not walking. I mean, I'm glad he's not walking. But it's a video game. He walks when the cops are there, but then he runs. And I don't know if Date is even capable of running. And this is before they introduced a walk button. So you, uh huh, exactly. Yeah. You, you have to really, you have to really tap on the stick. Mm. Um, this is a bull. This is bullshit. I hate this. This is the thing about the the st- st- story of this game that I hate. Yeah. Uh. uh Date takes Kiryu to his new favorite bar, or should I say his old favorite bar, or should I say the same bar but it's got a different name? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. even really. It's got no. The it's same got it's name a different bar, but with the with word a few new. Extra letters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess that somehow this is new Serena, mm-hmm. and it's the same bar in the same place, and it looks the same, but it's got a new owner, and I really. <sighs> so dumb why is why is serena even a thing anymore well the, the, like the mama who, here she she has spruced up the place it really looks good it looks it's not like they even new, tell even though it looks it, the same it looks exactly the same it's not like oh this is reina's sister mm-hmm. and in her memory she reopened the bar or this like this is just somebody who came this to is just some random lady yeah, it's like I want to open a bar, and I have this this uh, this abandoned bar that is only ever used when Kiryu's in town. So I guess I'll just open this one up. It's basically free. I just need to turn the lights on and clean it a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. It does stick. Something that occurs to me is this bar is in like every game from now on, and also this lady is here from now on. Yes. I don't think we ever get She's- a. 
No, her name is uh, Mariko or Mamiko or something like that. You I think it's Mariko. Probably get her name at some point. I really love Date sits Kiryu down at the counter and he goes, "You know, Kiryu, this place used to be your old haunt. It's it used to be Serena. Uh, Date, it's still Serena, it's and still Kiryu, Serena. no, it's the same. It's in the same place. You don't need to tell him that he was there last game. It's new yeah. Serena. It's new Serena. It looks fucking same, Kiryu." This is the HD remaster of Serena. I mean, it really is because this was the first uh, Yakuza game on a PS3. On an Kiryu, HD Kiryu playing Dark hardware. Souls three. He's Kiryu plays Dark Souls three. He just beat um, he just beat Pontiff Solevan, and he climbs up the big elevator and gets to Anne Orlando. And Date leans over, Kiryu, you might not know this, but this place used to be Anne Orlando, huh? <laughs> says Anne Orlando when I got here. Um, Date assumes Kiryu being in Kamurocho means that he's up to some kind of trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, sure. Well, yeah. yeah, and then I, uh, and then a man wearing a journalist Halloween costume bursts through the door. <laughs> he says, ah, extra, extra, I got the, extra, I got extra, all read the... all about it, I got the scoop right here, Date! scoop of yeah. the century, Date! Yeah, he's got, like, a fedora with a little note stuck in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh but this is Date's boss, by the way. Yeah, yeah this, this is, a, is the senior boss. editor at whatever paper Date works at. Spa mm-hmm. magazine. Because Date is a, a journalist now, we should say. Yeah, yeah. He's he's posting he's posting terrible op eds on the fucking hill. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a writer for the Guardian. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't know that Date could get any worse. Um. um so this guy is Date's I, I, I do also want to say that Date does say like, oh, they'd never suspect that you'd be here, Kiryu. Nobody ever comes here except for like me. And no one like, ever comes here you, except for sure? me and, and no and one knows you. that <laughs> No one knows that uh this is the only people that come to this Nobody bar. Nobody would are me ever look and for my Kiryu friends. in Serena, the bar that he hung out at for like ten years and keeps well, coming back to every time he's in. Well, town. you see, Kiryu, the only people who come to this bar are me or me and my friends, and I don't have any of those, so it's only <laughs> so no one would ever suspect to look for you here. They should have just Jesus. replaced Serena with Bantam. I get so mad about this every every time. Like well, they should have just made Bantam. They wanted they thing. wanted to give Date a love interest, and Bantam bar owner can't can't be that. So. Fuck. <laughs> God about that. Well, it has to be here because it's convenient for gameplay reasons. But anyway, that's true. It is in a reasonable location. Have we mentioned that? So is so is Bantam. Bantam's in the middle of the city, next to the Millennium Tower. That's true. It's probably more convenient than Tenkaichi Street. <laughs> Um, Date, Date gets from his newspaper friend, uh, a his manila boss. envelope full of, uh, yeah, his boss, f- a manila envelope full of glossy headshots of all of the villains and also Goro Majima and, <laughs> and also, also Kashiwagi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, here are five suspects. One of them is on our side. The other one's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is the traitor? <laughs> One of them is literally a guy who you went to at the beginning of the game and said, please keep an eye on the Tojo clan for me. And then uh, the other one just died. So it's basically the three. Because w- what he'll do is you can go through the pictures one at a time and he'll, like, tell you about them. Mm-hmm. It- tell you mostly things that you already knew, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really wish that you could select uh, Majima and Kashiwaki as well. Okay, tell me who this guy is. <laughs> 
Tell, tell me what you know. Or, That's Kashiwaki. Yeah. You've known him literally since nineteen the nineteen eighties. You've known him for literally twenty years, you, Kiryu. He's basically about? like a second father to you, and he just fucking died, Kiryu. Are you serious? You watched him die. You're, you're covered in his blood right now. <laughs> That's true. Kiryu doesn't have Kashiwaki's blood on him anymore. He stopped at the dry cleaner. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just thinking of like uh, the fucking killer man. Who done it? Uh, screen and it's where like two of the suspects are like comically obvious and out of and out of context. But anyways, uh, we've got we get lore on these guys. Oh, I, I should I should say the re- what Date is uh, researching is uh, he is he says that uh, he's on the scoop of the. Tocho Clan's connections to Minister Suzuki, mm-hmm. um, and also the Okinawan Resort deal. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's yes. kind of after. And then he's like, "Select a photo, and I will give you exposition." Yeah, mm-hmm. this isn't the, the last time we're going to be doing something like this. Oh my God, Argyle! The first <laughs> one, uh, the first one we'll talk about is Kanda. Um, yeah, you, he, Date just says this guy fucking sucks. He's the this worst. guy sucks. You, you've never met him because he was in jail like the whole time you were in Kamarocho. He was in jail the last game. Um, yeah. And, and uh, when, when and when he was in the Nishikiyama family, he was like the guy that would shine Nishiki's shoes. He's a fucking. I like to imagine moron. that that like Kiryu did beat the shit out of Kanda at some point. He just never took note. It was one of the Nishiki <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah, it's he just, just he was just ass. a random street thug from a random mm. encounter in Yakuza Zero. <laughs> And he's been encroaching on uh, Kazuma family territory uh, mm-hmm. ever since he got out of jail, which we knew about because he he literally was yeah, that's which what he was like doing he's kind of basically just like in the right place at the right time because the Tojo clan since the events of Yakuza two uh, they haven't been under as much scrutiny from the police, so he's mm-hmm. able to really muscle in on territory. Like as Fudo said, for some reason they basically just gave Kamarocho to the Tojo clan, and I I, yeah. I can't for the life of me remember why. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're really embarrassed about all the right. weird the shit that they did about you know one of them being in right of the one Korean of them was a one of them was cult. one of the yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one of our characters is Yoshitake Mine. Mine is the best of the three of them. Uh, he was a <laughs> he was a white collar uh, he's a white collar yakuza man. Um, yeah. He was a regular stockbroker, and then basically Kanda came along and somehow convinced him to join the Yakuza, which is really funny, because why would <laughs> yeah. anyone ever listen to Kanda? He needed someone... Yeah. He needed a secretary. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. I mean, he, he was already doing, like, insider trading and stuff yeah. like that, but then mm-hmm. Kanda convinced him to join up. Um, but despite and that, every... he's not really loyal to Kanda. He's not really teamed up with him. He is... He's but he's giving Kanda lots and lots of money. Yes, he's he basically throwing funds the money whole Tojo clan with the aid of Kanda. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, he's also really he's really loyal to Daigo, so he's probably not suspicious. Uh, probably on the level. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. not the bad problem here. Yeah. It's um, a, yeah. Uh, Date makes it very clear that Kanda's the one you have to go after next. Uh, I know that like all the rich people in the world are already criminals, but is this gonna is this gonna be like is there gonna be a thing where like Elon Musk just gets bored and one day and he just p- tweets I've joined the Yakuza? <laughs> <laughs> like is that gonna happen? Are we are we at that are we at that point now? Hmm. Well, it's two thousand six. No, so, that's true. too much of a weenie. Yeah, that's true. This is 
Where was Elon? I mean, Elon Musk was still incredibly wealthy in 2006, right? This was probably when the yeah, United States what... government was giving Tesla lots and lots of money for some reason. Uh, yeah, this. So, I'm thinking he's just got like a very professional LinkedIn. He's got a MySpace, and uh, Daigo's like number one on his top five friends for some reason. Uh, but do you think that Mine has like? Yakuza in his in his LinkedIn experience, like do you yes. think that that helps him? Like helps people, yeah, like officer ha- yeah. of the Tojo Clan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That that shows that Patriarch he has like Hako managerial clan. skills and and uh, and he also just says like I I work out four times a day. I'm shredded. Um, yeah, he posts on a fitness forum. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's on. He's on Instagram. He's he's posting. He 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 posts on his fitness forum. He says, "I I love trading stonks and I work out. I work out eight days a week. I work out every other day, seven days a week." <laughs> he's he's like lecturing some dude on the exact like uh, fitness regimen you need to go for the one he goes yeah. for. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, tells he he explains to cure you what a, a real week is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, the last guy that we need to meet is Mr. Sicko himself, Go Hamazaki, who is the one Date who... Date calls him an amateur porn star wannabe. I didn't really get why. I don't know if it's because he's got, he's like, got that like, the, big, the open that shirt big, with the gold yeah. chain. But but so does Kanda, and Kanda's shirt is all the way open because he's not wearing yeah. one. I, well... I, I really don't know. Well, Kanda isn't a wannabe. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Kanda is an amateur porn star, and Mine yeah. is, yeah... Um, and Go Hamazaki's just, he's trying to, trying to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamazaki has four guys working for him and they all suck shit and no one <laughs> understands why he has as much power as he does. And it's really funny. Yeah. He... yeah he's, they call him the emperor of Hama. <coughs> he he kind of muscled in on the, the sunflower <coughs> triads turf, uh, in Yokohama whenever you, this kind of confused kinda me not to, not to be like, I can't along. believe the fucking continuity. They should have been paying attention but like the way that the 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 currently understood power structure of the crime families of Yokohama make this make no sense, mm-hmm. and I think that Yakuza should they should have uh, they should be ashamed. RGG should be ashamed of themselves. Well, do for, they? Uh, I think it still kind of meshes because uh, what from what it seems, it seems like the the Chinese mafia are still really in power there, and they're just kind of. Well, there's uh, well, there's several problems. Seems... I was mainly talking about the uh, the Yakuza situation in in oh, Yokohama. The, the, the Seryu, yeah, the Seryu yeah. family, and then there's the the, the Omang, and then there's the Gomichul. So I don't actually yeah. know. I'm just saying I don't know because yeah. they always say that there's the the Ijin three are like this iron this wall that keeps yeah. other crime families out, and I'm just saying that they should probably. They probably should have made it the Ichin four, and then the fourth family is Hamazaki's Hamazaki. three, his, Hamazaki's three guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my rationalization is Snake Flower Triad had uh, Chinatown proper. Yakuza one happens. Kiryu uh, uh, has to kill some waiters. Then after that, <laughs> uh, Hamazaki muscles in. He he just gets the uh, restaurant. I love that. I love that the the uh, Date tells Kiryu like, well, Hamasaki's family only has ten people. That's the actual number. I'm pretty the sure the five ten. people are yeah. all the are the five waiters who managed to survive. Yeah, the five survivors. <laughs> they've got, they've got the, ten the... guys on the books. Mm-hmm. And and he says, but you would need a thousand guys to outmuscle the Snake Flower Triad, or one one of you, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> one Kiryu or a thousand guys who would win. 
It would win, yeah. Well, it's not even the snake flower specifically. It's, <laughs> it's whatever Chinese mafia group is controlling Yokohama one Kiryu, at the moment. One Kiryu, 1,000 triad goons, te- uh, 10 Hamazaki family members. Pick two, the rest are coming to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he thinks that the reasoning for this is that uh, he didn't actually like forcefully take control of it. It's that he's basically working under the table with the mafia. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm to do this yeah to, uh, there's there's one guy who's once again i think i talked about this last week but they're like one of these people is a traitor to the tojo clan but i, I can't stress enough that that all of the the tojo clan is constantly at war with itself and they're all yeah. fighting each other for turf so how who's to say who's to say that any of them are at war with any or that there's a traitor when they're when they're all fighting each other i mean fucking uh uh Shimano was like double super coordinating with the Omi Alliance in two different games. For like games. 20 years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no one ever calls him a traitor. Um, Kiryu oh, yeah. shows... He's one of the great leaders of the Tojo clan. Kiryu mm-hmm. shows Date uh, Saki's art drawing of Kazuma. Yes. And he's, just like, and he's just like, this guy shot both Daigo and Nakahara. And uh, I don't know if Date ever met Kazuma. It's possible. Mm. He probably he has at least seen like. a photo of him being a... I guess so. Yeah. He's probably aware of him. Um, maybe. Probably is at like... least aware of his existence because he was kind of a big deal. Uh, Kiryu, Kiryu kind of, he just says like, between this, the, the, this guy who looks like my dad, all those foreigners in black suits, Mac, the other foreigner... <laughs> <laughs> and the, now the helicopter attack. This is shaping up to be one interesting Yakuza game. And Dante's like, I don't know about that, Kiryu. Well, I don't know. You should go after Kanda right now because it seems likely that he's should, the one. That Matt guy sounds suspicious. Yeah, you should go find him and beat him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what if one of the pictures was Mac? <laughs> Maybe Mac is a secret officer of the Tojo clan. Uh, yeah, maybe he's, maybe yeah, he's, he's their foreign he's affairs the most, guy. He, the special place that he was talking about um, was uh, Tojo headquarters. And the person yeah, the, he was the, going to meet was, was Majima. Daigo. Oh, yeah, okay. Daigo. Majima. Daigo's not a, there. He's at the hospital. He's in, yeah. a, he's in a secret hospital, actually. Mm. Right. Um, um, that's when... Okay, so, so Date tells Kiryu that, that he should probably go beat the shit out of Kanda. Not for any particular reason, just because Kanda has bad vibes and he has it coming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, fair. I was right. The by the way, the uh, the mama of New Serena's name is Mariko, and uh, sometimes her name will be listed as uh, Serena bartender or something like that because her name doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. She has a crush on Kiryu because he. Uh, well, and she says, also, "Oh, Kiryu, you're my type. I'll let right. you stay here. Don't worry about it." I mean, mm. look at him. Her and Date have like a weird back and forth where Date calls her like an old sack of shit and. And she's just like, you're older than me, Date. And then they're going, haha. We're like, I guess, flirting or something. I love that. Hey, do you want to be my daughter's stepmom? (laughs) (laughs) You're like five years older than my daughter. Do you want to meet her? (laughs) You're pretty young for a bartender, but you sure are old for me. Oh, Oh, that's gross. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, she's probably like 37. Yeah, she's probably like in her thirties. I don't know what what Dante's I mean, they say definition. She's pretty young to be owning a bar, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know because I, because I, the, I assume like late twenties. 
Yeah, that's what I was assuming. I, I, she looks like she's in her late twenties or early thirties to me. But age yeah. in this game is complicated because everyone mm-hmm. is smooth, smooth and and uh, <laughs> and looks like a PS3 character. Right. Um, Kiryu says, "Okay, I'll go go find Kanda and beat the shit out of him." Um, and then he leaves, and then Rikia says. He says, Aniki, how could you do this to me? How could you do this? I'm so You left me behind. Mad. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll talk to you when I see you, because I'm also already here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little lost. I don't know where I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I left Mikio in charge of the orphanage, but I do need you to find Mikio me. is going to be doing such a good job taking care of those kids. Mm-hmm. Mikio is in the middle of like a fun uh, comedy film. Uh Meanwhile, uh, Rikia needs to know... Rikia can't find her, his way around the city. He says he's, like, near a big tower. Okay. Uh, uh, and you're allowed to pick through, like, a couple different locations that could be within view of the Millennium Tower. I want to say when he emails you, he does do, the like, the two carrots. Oh, like, yeah, I love face. that. Sweet, sweet boy Mikio. Yeah. He sends Kiryu's, like, what is... What does UWU mean, Rikia? What does this <laughs> word mean? I don't speak English that well, Rikia. I've only taken two lessons. Um, so yeah, now we're on a mission to find Rikia. Uh, he sends Kiryu emails like, Help, I got stuck in a bathroom in a park! Help, Aniki! And then you, you get a thing like, hmm, that could either be Public Park 3, Children's Park, or West Park. Wow, Kiryu, it's so fun. There's pocket, there's little tiny cars here. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then you'll get another email sending you somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter. But then you finally end up getting another call from him after just running around a little bit. He's and at he Children's Park. That, yeah, he says that he's at a park and some punks are about to, like, trying to, like, kidnap a he, girl. He saw a swing set and he got excited. <laughs> he did. He did. Aniki, they don't have these back in, in, in Okinawa. <laughs> Push me, Aniki. <laughs> I've always, I've been begging Nakahara for years to get us a tire swing, but he won't do it. <laughs> um, when you get there, we find Rikia defending a lady from some scumbags. So you know they're in the Nishiki family because the Nishiki family is the scumbag family, right? Um, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to like get this lady to go see their boss to see Kanda. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that Kiryu and Riki are the women defenders, so they're not going to let that happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Kiryu, Kiryu rolls up and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And they say, "Hey, back off, Gramps. Look at look at this here." Mm-hmm. He points at his badge. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah Nishiki I'm family." I'm in the Nishiki family. That name means something currently. I, I do like when he points at his badge and Kiryu literally says, "What's that supposed to mean?" <laughs> The fuck is that supposed to mean? What is that? Is that a, did you get that out of a cereal box? You know, I was Kodai with the guy who founded that family, right? You know, I watched that guy explode right in front of me. Um, and yeah, they're they're just like, oh, we're here to get this woman for our boss. Oh, that comes later. That comes after you kick that their asses. You kick yeah. their asses. You kick their, you kick their asses. Yeah. And then they're just like, they're like, our boss has a, f- this is so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Our boss has a fetish for massaging big ladies. Right. And like, uh, they don't have any the models way, for big women. No, so. I know. There is the, the lady, the lady is just like random lady NPC number four. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we're point so- out. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that is probably just them being like, we don't want to make a new. Woman we don't want to make a new model. Yeah. Um, and and specifically like just big strong, big strong woman. ladies. It's strong. They throw the word strong in there too, like a big muscly lady like they they need somebody big enough for like kind of like big meaty hands to yeah like really he's the god he's like the shitty version of when hi lee the god hand yeah and they're like uh, don't we're we're not making this up i swear it's, yeah it's not assault to which ricky is like that's still that's yeah it's still, still bad it's still assault and also like uh You're still the, one of the her. goons is just like would we would we like tell you this incredibly embarrassing information about our boss's weird fetish if it weren't true then curious like oh i guess they have a point um they then give up they give up the location of their boss i feel like all of these people are going to be losing a pinky at the end of this chapter Um, well you know i don't know if they'll get the chance no i don't think so um so they say uh he's at the red brick hotel in the Mm -hmm. hotel district Mm -hmm. um and uh they, it's not really it doesn't i don't know really understand why but usually he like takes them to his office but for this time he's at a hotel so i guess so they can have a big fight scene there in a funny in a funny love hotel well they said he's, he's like in a good mood today he's, he's in a he's good really mood but he's also going to go to a cheap ass love hotel apparently <laughs> an incredibly cheap hotel yeah he's not, he, they do say they say that he's like not in a good enough mood to spend his own money that good mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, he is in room 403. So. Yeah. Uh, conveniently, Children's Park is right by the Red Brick Hotel. Yeah. So you just kind of walk right over there. Um, and then you... Kiryu... Uh, I can't even believe that Kiryu's letting his his young ward... His, his Dick this, Grayson... See the yeah, outside of this building. To even see the outside of this building to let... I, there's no way... I mean, Kiryu doesn't know what sex is either. Rikia shouldn't be allowed north of M-Store. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rikia, well, Rikia, he tells Rikia to stay at the Don Quixote. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just takes him to the batting cages and fucks off. No, he lets him go in. I think Rikia might know more about sex than Kiryu, actually. But, uh-huh. but Kiryu doesn't know that. So he's like, he's like, listen, Rikia, we go in there. You you keep your eyes closed the whole time. Kiryu went to fucking, uh, fucking Shang- Shangri-La with Haruka and let her stay. Like, God, let he her did go do that. He did do that. He's a terrible, I love Kiryu. He's a terrible role model and a terrible father sometimes. What else is he going to do? Leave her with Date? Yes! No! No! You're right. Last time he did that, Majima kidnapped her. Leave her with fucking Kashiwagi. I guess. (laughs) Leave her with Daigo. I don't know. I guess Daigo wasn't in that game. Yeah, Daigo's uh, too busy being a sex Leave her with Majima. I mean, when he do you, I, here's a new piece of lore. Maybe Majima shot Daigo and kidnapped Taruka because he thought that he would be a better babysitter. I, mean, I can't trust this piece of shit. Here, I'll take care of Haruka for you. <laughs> this fucking idiot. This guy sucks. I'll be a better babysitter, Kiryu-chan. And he gotta bring back he talking about Yakuza one. I gotta bring back Mark Hamill, Ma, Majima voice. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiryu then, outside of the Red Brick Hotel, Kiryu explains to, uh, to Rikia what the fuck is happening in the game right now, because Rikia just got here. Yeah. Do we want to talk about yeah. one of the revelations Mac says you can get now, or... Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that one. Uh, which one are we going for? Noodles, I was gonna do or... the bowling alley one. Oh, the bowling alley one! Yeah, yeah, let's do that one. 
So, uh, Max sends Kiryu a text. Uh, Max says, uh, Kiryu, there's a revelation uh, at the Mach Bowl, uh, which you're allowed to go into in this game, which is... A uh, godsend. You flip a coin. Flip a coin each time. Um, so, you go to the bowling alley, and uh, just one of the bowlers is a little bit... He's get he's getting a little too into the whole experience. He's immersed. Uh huh. And uh, Dan, I'll let you describe this one since you're our our honored guest. Oh yes, I didn't watch it, but I have it memorized by heart. So like, of course, he like grabs the ball. He's like getting really into it, but then he like fucks up the bowling so hard he just keeps holding on to the ball. As it, like, rolls down and he, like, hits the pins? Am I remembering it right? He just kind of, yeah, he he throws the ball and seemingly doesn't let go of it. And the weight, the inertia of it just flings him forward through the pins. And he gets gets a perfect strike is the other important thing to remember. Mm -hmm. He gets Mm -hmm. a strike doing this. And Kiryu goes, oh! And then, uh, oh, shit, I wish I had the the revelation. The thing has something to do with, uh, about, like, uh, inertia with that much of force and inertia, you could knock anything down, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kiryu uh, writes. It, oh wait, I have it here. Let me uh, let me let me pull it up. Mm-hmm. It says uh, you could knock down everything with a ball that big. And then he writes it down. He gets the move. It's called um, it's called like super finisher, essence of big boy toss or something. <laughs> and uh, the the blog post says. I like. <laughs> this is a fun callback to Yakuza Zero, by the way. When he when he writes down, um, he writes down, "I like bowling. Bowling, getting a strike can fill you with indescribable pleasure, but this strike was too much, a nuisance to the bowling alley. But it did give me a revelation for a new move. I guess I should be grateful to that kid." And the picture is just a guy halfway into the little ball receiving area with his legs sticking up. <laughs> Um, uh, I just remind it reminded me of the uh, it reminded me of the lady from Yakuza Zero who's got a self described bowling fetish mm-hmm. for good bowling she form. To see good getting bowling a form. getting a strike fills me with indescribable pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, seeing somebody else get a strike. Ooh. Yeah, I oh, mean that's man. how he he has to remember that. That's how he got Nugget. Yeah, <laughs> his best friend. Also, it's called Super Finish Knockdown. That's what it's called. Oh, um, yeah, that's yes. the one where you pick a guy up, and toss throw him in the them. air, and then drop kick him. That's a good one, I think. I feel that's like a, I that's really fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so Kiryu does back at the Red Brick Hotel. Kiryu's like, okay, there's a guy in there. His name is Kanda. I think he shot my dad, so I'm gonna go fucking kill him. Uh, then we get some some funny funny. What it'd be really funny if two men were in a relationship, actually. Yeah. It'd be mm. really fun. It'd be wouldn't that be a f- funny joke? I It'd mean, be so funny. I gotta say, during this, se- well, we'll get into it, but uh, here you and Riki go into Kiryu the Love Hotel. Just stroll in, yeah. Uh, mm. The uh, the person running it, the lady running it, says you can't go in unless you're a couple. Only couples can go in because otherwise they'd just be like thugs. Uh, beating each other up and yeah, massaging no, no criminal that can be hotel, a, that can be man. that can be a sexual act if he wants it to be maybe some people <laughs> like to beat each other up mm-hmm, 
so Rikia sees this as a golden opportunity and says, well, of course, above his head. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to date Aniki. And yeah, he, like, he like he like puts he wraps his, himself around Kiryu's arm and like strokes his chest and he's like we're a couple but we try to keep it secret and he winks and, and then he, the old he woman he does put on like a voice I think yeah they didn't like that that just felt like not a great thing mm-hmm. um, and then she gives them the key he walks over to the uh, to the elevator very very kindly old woman I gotta say nice lady open minded I guess yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, and I mean I guess you have to be open minded when you run a sex hotel right yeah. <laughs> just like oh uh, this is this is my uh, this is my friend I want to go into this room with her and she'll stomp my nuts and then she's like ew gross not in this, this hotel point, she's like sticking her head under the window yeah to, yeah <laughs> to say hey what's up. Yeah, she's like waving at them, uh, but they get in the 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 elevator together, and then Kiryu's like, "Oh, you can let me go, me now." Is funny joke, and then he goes, "Oh yeah, okay." Um, he he just then they go wants to touch his. He just he really cares for his his new dad, I guess. Yeah, truly, he, he wants, just, He's just like he's, he's just like this is my dad. He desperately wants to hug him. Uh, he's never hugged his dad in his entire life, so he found a new dad yeah. to hug. Um, mm. They go right up to Kanda's room, and Kanda's like in his undies, and he sucks, and he's just the worst guy in the world. And he's just like, "Oh, the fourth chairman, what are you doing here?" <laughs> I, oh, I kind of love this because he opens the door a little bit, and then Kiryu just fucking barges in. Yeah, and he's uh, just, and and he's says, just hey, like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, <laughs> he says, "I'm the fourth chairman, idiot. Who do you think I am?" I'm this guy's Kiryu. having the worst day of his entire life. Um, and then Kanda just fucking books it. This uh, this le- leads us into a mid-chapter long battle, which is kind of a rare occurrence. Mm-hmm. Um, the this the is gimmick fun. it's kind of fun. The gimmick of this one is that you have to like find Kanda in the love hotel by kicking down the door, and you never know what you're gonna find. I wish there was more things Whoa. that you could find. Yeah, it's there's because, like three different scenes. There's three different animations, and it just involves a lady in a towel and a guy going "Gah!" I was hoping Gah, there'd be goo. like. Like some some funny comedy here, but there's no funny comedy here. I yeah, I do find it weirdly funny. More funny, funny I, stuff. I find it weirdly funny how many couples in these cutscenes are just doing towel on cuddling sessions. Yeah, that's all they can some, do. There's, everyone it's a very just wholesome, really sh- some really intimate pants on kissing. They're not they're not they're not like damp or anything. They're completely bone dry. They're just they're just like I will put on my cuddling towel. And we will sit next to each other and hug. It's like, this is what Kiryu thinks sex is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe this is a situation where, where he is looking at people fucking, but his mind is, like, so untainted <laughs> by... Self-censorship. He doesn't, yeah. yeah, he doesn't know what that is, so he just sees people hugging while wearing towels. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kiryu doesn't know what a naked body looks like. He just thinks that <laughs> everyone's got towels down there. Even and him. Sometimes a goon will pop out and try yeah, to sometimes. Yeah. Um, which is that that is a a person who that is their fetish is just I want a guy to knock on my door and then I will try to kill him. <laughs> right. I'll try to grab. Well, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. He wants to know, do castle doctrine on you. Mm-hmm. The Nishikiyama family and the Gondawara family are bitter rivals. Yeah. It's weird that there's no like babies in here. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, anyways. Uh, so Kiryu and. 
Rikia have to this go is, through a few doors. This is a big one. This can take a while. Like, yeah, because you got to look through every door. Kicking in every door, like, yeah. with Kanda. And sometimes you'll find Kanda, and he'll just run away again. He'll run to the next floor, and then you got to get... But that's literally it. And then the last time this mm-hmm. happens, uh, Kiryu, he, like, runs up the big staircase to the special... The VIP the fucknasium. Yeah, the VIP <laughs> fucknasium that's, like, uh, the perfect size for a boss room or for, like, ten people to do towel cuddles in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has perfectly opaque water, which is another cool he, thing. He, he walk, you walk in, and there's a big jacuzzi in the back of the there's room. There's a big jacuzzi full of water that you cannot see into. Completely you, turbid com- water. You turn yeah. your back on it. You it's just filled uh, with mud. <laughs> you turn your back on it, and Conde emerges out of it like a fucking it's really, crocodile yeah, like to he's choke a, you. <laughs> it's really funny. Because Kondo was like, where can I hide in this room? Oh, I know. What if Kiryu never came in? He took a little too long because he was, like, well, equipping he, some he items. He got in there and he he, he disperses ink sacks. He fucking... Yeah, I mean, what, Kiryu's like, well, there must be a boss fight in here. Let me equip my, my items, drink my staminums. By the time he gets in there, Kondo's flo- floating face down in the turbid water because he just drowned. <laughs> he was hiding in there too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the conceptually worst boss fights in the game. Right. In the uh, series. I mean, mostly because of the way it ends. Yeah, just because of it's the way it ends. It's also not great to play up to no. them, either. Most so, of the boss fights in this game are kind of bad. Terrible, yeah. Yeah. But I do Kanda's really like Kanda. Kanda's large. Mm-hmm. Kanda's like, like a faster uh, a faster Shimano. God, he really does yeah. just like pop out of the, the completely blue, turbid waters. And then tries to choke Kiryu to death, but Kiryu's just like, nope. I'm good. I'm just, I'm just gonna get your hands off of me and throw you completely over my head. Uh, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Kanda really has the upper hand at the start until Kiryu just flips him over and he looks like a big baby mm-hmm. in his diaper. <laughs> I mean, so he is wearing, he's wearing this like weird, diaper. he's not like, he's wearing like white, like cloth. The boxer briefs. Yeah, but they're like tied, like... but they're like tied up with a knot. So it just makes yeah, it look kinda. extra diapery. It's there's some real weird looking underwear, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, this must be a thing. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this room has like to to st- set the scene. It's got a big hot tub. It's got a round rotating bed. Uh, it also has two gigantic round lion things. They're like ra- they're giant pogs. Relics. <laughs> they're gigantic stone pogs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like base relief set into the wall. Uh-huh. Once you do enough damage to Kanda, he will, he will pull... fucking like pull, get himself up onto the wall and pull one of these things out, and which is cool to see. Yeah, I do Not like it. I mean, it kind of it kind of reminds me of like Kanda turned himself into the the couch guys, the worst enemies in the series. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's basically what he's doing. He's like a mobile couch guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There is one yeah, neat that's thing what about he was. It. That's what he was in Nishiki Mobile Family couch? before. He was yeah, he was a couch guy. guy. <laughs> Shit! Fuck. He was a couch guy. He has upward mm. mobility. Right. That's what he means when he was, like, the bottom rung. He doesn't even get to walk and around. And forward mobility, because he's the only one that can use his legs. Yeah. Right. Um, I... There is also a stamina in the in the hot tub, which is good. Huh. Maybe he was drink- He was sipping on that down there. Yeah, he was where, getting his health ready. He was opening uh, it up to heal. It's like in a, you know how in some games, like when you instead of an instant kill when you die, uh, when you drown, you just lose health really quickly. So you could theoretically drink enough health items to survive mm-hmm. a drowning. That's what he, he was, was doing, doing down there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so he does... You, I mean, there's not much to say about this fight, except, yeah, he pulls the giant giant stone pogs off the walls. Um, he'll do this a couple times. These, this, these are really irritating to fight against just because he can't get stunned and he has a huge range with those things. It's just huge, like, fucking big sweeping attacks. I do like that the first time he pulls it out, it takes him a really long time and the second yeah. one, it's like, he's just like, I understand how to do this now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, right. uh, so, oh, one other thing. You can also pick up big couches and uh, couch guy him a bit. Yeah, that's you can't. Fun. I do. You can't have a couch versus couch. Yeah, that that's kind of the best way to go fight. about it. Yeah, because I think that will stun him together. a little bit. Just uh, just br- slowly whittling away at his posture gauge until you can go in for a death blow like in Sekiro, <laughs> where Kiryu stabs the couch right through him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you get to the last part of this. This sucks. Uh, and you do the like feel the heat, the big final heat attack, and then there's this terrible moment where like terrible quick time event yeah this terrible quick time event where Kanda's like grabbing onto the the bar and Kiryu's behind him trying to like pry him off and they're like kind of humping at each other and then the there's like this uh this pink like uh this pink what's the word like Like, overlay yeah this overlay vignette yeah the vignette that's what i was looking for pink vignette pops around them and then they like fling each other onto the bed and there's this weird like i don't even know what the joke is supposed to be here where like kiryu has kanda like propped up on his lit like nothing there's nothing sexual about this because it doesn't make the the i kind of like the the last part on the bed like that i think that's funny but like I it mean, is it's, a rotating it's like a weird bed. wrestling hold or something. But. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's kind of funny because he's like untying his knots. Like he's cracking his back with his, but like, this is something Kiryu has never done. So it doesn't even make any sense for Kiryu to like do yeah. this at all. Yeah, it's right. just a dumb joke. I don't like it. Um, I do like that it's a rotating bed, but that's It is funny it. that it's a rotating bed. Uh, so, yeah, Kiryu kicks uh, Kanda's ass. Uh, after stomping on his head, yeah. Uh, Kanda, uh, when Kanda gets knocked down for the last time, which I think happens in a little bit, he's I, eyes eyes open. Like he, it looks like Kiryu killed him. Mm-hmm. Like he's not blinking. His eyes aren't <laughs> closed. Does. He's just got his eyes have like rolled back into his head, and they're just sitting there like like Kanda's fucking toast. Yeah. Um, uh, he Kanda basically, by his own admission, says he didn't do anything because he sucks and he's terrible at his job. Oh, come on, I'm really stupid. I'm you, think I can, guy, you think I'm I know what a helicopter boy. is? Come on, I, I, I've never, I, I would never do that. I would love to, but I don't know how. Uh, so he just, he does say that it's probably Hamazaki who did it. Uh, he's got. Yeah, he says uh, Hamazaki's got like a whole army ready to go in Yokohama mm-hmm. uh, for whenever shit goes down. Yeah. Uh, so. After that, he, uh, Kiryu and Rikia meet back up. They're starting to talk. Uh, Kanda goes for one last backstab, but fails miserably. Where was he keeping he that knife? Where was he keeping it? In the weird underwear towel he was wearing. Yeah, he's just had it kind of slotted perfectly between those cheeks of his perfect he kicks knife. The fucking brains right over. Yeah, out of his yeah. Head. He kill. He kills Kanda. I mean, I know that I, we. I knowing the events that happen later in this game, it's a surprise. But he does kill Kanda right here. Kanda is fucking dead. 
Mm-hmm. Um, his eyes are open. He slams his head into the the pave the like marble of the hot tub, and he's just laying there. Like this is this man. I mean, it's like Argyle, We were I think we were talking about this last night that like on Columbo, sometimes people die from just like one blow Getting to the head. Conked on the head. Yeah, just conked yeah. on the head. Like just like like I don't think that yeah, you would posted kill that you. graph, and I think it was twelve times over the course. Twelve of times, the and, and, and episodes none of them Columbo. feel like they should have been fatal. I was just watching an episode where a person gets bonked once with a tire with a uh, fireplace poker, and it kills them. What Kiryu mm-hmm. does to Kanda here would one hundred percent kill him. He gets flung <laughs> back of the head, of back at the yeah, and then and then Kiryu's like, okay, I gotta fucking hide the body, and then put the <laughs> gotta, gotta set this clock back a couple hours. Set the clock back a few uh, hours, and I'll heat the body up in the hot tub so no one knows how mm-hmm. how long he's been dead. <laughs> Columbus like, I'm here to investigate the murder of this waiter. He's full of holes. Do you think hey, you know anything? Then I about meet that? you back in Okinawa. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, Rikia. Let's see, Rikia. Uh, it says, uh, he's like, I need to be involved in this. Uh, they, uh, Kiri wants him to go back to Okinawa because it's dangerous. And he says, no, I've got to be here because Nakahara is my boss. And I need to, I need to, uh, I need to be there to avenge Nakahara. And Kiryu says, I'll let you stay here basically as long as you agree that if you see my dad that you won't fight him. Please don't fight my dad. I'm the only one who can fight my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh... So he says, "Okay, well, that's okay. Time. Can we go? go? Can we go it. have some fun, <laughs> please, honey? Please, please. We came all this way. So this is the part of the chapter where Kiryu now needs to entertain this little dog man. His yeah. little, his little, his little new Aniki, or his uh, not his mm. Aniki. He's yeah, his dog, know, his little dog." Um, the first thing that Rikia wants to do is go to a restaurant. He says, I get hungry when I fight. Can we go to that famous... He says, can we go to that Yakiniku place? And then Kiri's like, but Rikia, we have Yakiniku places in, in Okinawa. Yakiniku at home. We've got Chef Boyardee at home, Rikia. <laughs> He's like, no, I want to go to the one that all the celebrities eat at. Conrad. Yeah, I heard, yeah. heard Ilyu Jin was there a couple yeah. years ago. <laughs> I'm going to do a backflip on my motorcycle on the way to impress him. <laughs> Kiryu's like, oh, I think I know the place you're talking about. Let's go. See, this is where I would take him to Kyushu Star Number One or whatever, because that place is like the re- that's Kyushu the Number One Star. Kyushu yeah. Number One Star. That's like where the local, like that's a local spot that no one knows about, but it has the best ramen that you'll ever eat. But no, they're gonna go to Kanrai. Um, and uh, do you have two options here? Uh, I get. I think the idea behind this is that you have some chances to like. If you do everything that Rikia asks to, uh, and make him super happy, he'll give you the best, like a really good item. So yeah, you can his, uh, his Rikia's trust meter goes up. Yeah, it's an <laughs> invisible meter. You're building your social link with him. Um, so you go to Kanrai and uh, you can split it or you can treat your new son, <laughs> your new your new boy to uh, yeah, whatever you, did very, you, you did very good in your soccer match today Rikia it's order whatever you want you're a growing boy and then he fucking goes and, uh, crazy on the menu and orders uh, yeah I, I I wrote his I wrote his men, his uh, order down mm-hmm. uh-huh. um he gets uh, two number nines, a number nine large, a number six with extra dip, a number seven, two number 45s, one with cheese and a large soda yeah he gets I will say what he does order is like all the grade A beef and uh and high grade Harami and filet and uh, and kalbi and several beers and he orders double for kiryu and cold noodles for dessert mm-hmm. in honor of kashiwagi, um, mm-hmm. and 
and then that amounts to 65,000 yen, which uh, is a mm-hmm. lot, which, I mean, let's see. Let's, let me do a little bit of math, Aruni. Um, let's look it up how much Kiryu paid for this. 65,000 yen, US dollars, uh, 2009, I want to say. Yeah, 2009. 2008. Let's see, 2008, okay. Um, oh, wait, this is the wrong way around. This is an inflation calculator. Let's do... Yen. Oh, I didn't say yen to U.S. dollars 2009. That would have helped. Japanese yen to 2000. Uh, yeah, I'm see. looking at. This is hard to oh, find out. Huh. This like this one I found actually gives like the month how much it yeah. would have cost. Uh, okay, so, so it looks like a yen was about 0.011 dollars in in 2009. Yeah, it says here on the thing I've looked up that. Let's say this is like December. Okay, here you paid about seven hundred and fifteen dollars for this meal. <laughs> oh God! What? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Kiryu has a lot of money just from passive sub storying. But come on, Rikia, you can't do that. Mm. Um, but ev- everything for our boy. <laughs> everything anything, for our sp- anything. Anything, for anything that Rikia wants, we'll get him. The second thing that Rikia wants to do is he wants to go to Don Quixote. Because they don't have one yeah. in Okinawa. Yeah, and he heard that they have a really good theme song. Uh, and Kiryu tells him, like, okay, yeah, that's great. Because uh, the, the one here in Tokyo, since it's, you know, it's such a big city, it's open 24 hours a day. Uh, so they, they go there, and, and he gets two Rikia buys the whole goddamn store. He gets two store. giant fucking bags of things. Um, and then he's with, like, with prices like these, it would be a <laughs> foolish to pass it up. A go little bit of, a little bit of product. Quixote today. He's like, we got to go here before they turn it into a police station. Kiryu. <laughs> we <laughs> have to go to Ikenari steak. We've <laughs> only got 10 years. <laughs> You've got to go to Yoshinoya and get one of their delicious beef bowls. And don't forget mm. to buy the boss coffee. Mm-mm. <laughs> Aniki. I've heard Sushi. the convenience stores here sell Mountain Dew. I've never had it. I hear it's gamer fuel. <laughs> I hear that Sushi Zanmai has great sushi for the whole family. Is Sushi Zanmai is, is sushi and Zanmai af- real? After we get yes. the game, yeah, Excellent. it's real. Uh, and then after we get all the gamer fuel, we can go play at the uh, Sega, the, the club Sega, and play there all is, the hits. I'll, you know, the funny thing is there is effectively no difference between this part of the game and the sub story from Yakuza Zero, where you have to entertain Daiko Dojima. He asks mm-hmm. to go to a bar. He asks to go to an arcade. He asks to go to a bikini bar, which is the next after the fucking coin locker. One of the next things that Rikia asks to do. Rikia Uh is a 12-year-old boy who is unsupervised in the big city. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, he wants to go to a coin locker to drop off his things. Um, I was going to make a joke about Yakuza 7, but I will hold my tongue um, for now. Oh, God. Um, Well, he's got to, like, find the key and open it up. And there's already, like... A weird, rare sword in here. Yeah, he pulls so, the fucking. Oh, what is this? A soccer the storm? Four hundred year old ancient magic samurai sword out. He puts it in the trash. All right, this is in the way. What's this doing in here? Mm-hmm. Um, is there a rule in in Kamarocho that uh, if someone drops the key to their coin locker on accident, you are now entitled to all of their worldly possessions that they have stored inside? Uh, that seems to be well, how it works. If they want, if they want it so bad, then they should go get the key. Hmm, a it's person's not my fault. They left it card. at the top of the Christmas tree behind the Millennium Tower. Yeah, like when when the when the coin locker keys are above things, that's the like you can drop things, but people are throwing these fucking keys. They were trying to hide it. Uh, 
so they could come get I it think later. As we find out, this is all the the this is all Bob Utsunomiya who's filling these fucking lockers mm-hmm. up. That horrible <laughs> distributing the basically keys basically Pennywise the clown mm-hmm. who haunts Kamarocho. Have um, we talked about Bob Utsunomiya on the podcast? Maybe you two. We've mentioned Kiwami Bob. Yeah, we must have mentioned Kiwami Bob. He never comes back. We don't see him again. Thankfully, he's in this game. He's in four and five. Is he? Yeah, I Uh, believe so. I know he's He's in four. I don't this game because I've I've gotten like completion bonuses from him. He's where you get your DLC from. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so then his next thing to ask for is he asks if we can if they can go um go have a have a he wants to go to the highest building possible because he's a little boy he's just uh-huh. this once again yeah. all things that a child would ask for i want to go I up i don't know if i could see the nakahara office from up there yeah, he wants he, kiryu to ride him on his sh- on his yeah, shoulders pick me up buddy key pick me up uh, <laughs> pick he wants ride. he wants to go to the top of the millennium tower but it's full of cops and it exploded again so um <laughs> and then kiryu's like oh well why don't he says like okay how do we do we just go um, have a drink in the park in honor of Kashiwaki. Mm-hmm. So they pick up a few beebs and go to the park, and they sit down on the swing set. They sit on the swing. I was like, there's a perfectly good bench, but no, they're sitting on the swings, and Kiryu's gently pushing his new son. <laughs> higher, Aniki! Higher! Make me go all the way around! Not too high, I don't want to spill my beer, please. Honestly, if anyone could put you all the way up and over the bar at the on the swing set, Kiryu could with a mighty push. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when Kiryu is allowed to reminisce about, about, um, about, uh, I already forgot Kashiwagi. I forgot his name. He he means nothing to me anymore. God damn. (laughs) He's not even in the ground yet. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't even buried him. You have, um, you can, you have right and wrong answers here of what you want to say about Kashiwagi. This also influences how happy Rikia is, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't remember you I can't remember what I remember one of the the incorrect um, things you can say about Kashiwaki is that he loved You can say that he's good at uh either good at leading from the shadows or good at hiding in the shadows you want right. to say he's good at leading from the shadows of course you know you talk about like you know he always he didn't make himself the center of attention he didn't really want to be but he was still good at like having a, a gentle guiding hand over the family and he's kind of the reason that uh Daigo was able to take over being so young yeah, and that's uh, and you can also say that one of the wrong answers that makes me really mad is that you can say that he loved cold noodles, and that's true. We know that, that he loved cold noodles. I think, that Kiryu, I think that Kiryu should be allowed to reminisce. Like, it, as a fu- you know, sometimes when you're reminiscing about a person who isn't there anymore, you think about a funny thing about them. Like, well, you know, one yeah. thing one thing about Kashiwagi, that guy fucking ate cold noodles for he breakfast, lunch. He could noodles. slurp the shit out of those noodles. That's something. That's a meaningful memory about Kashiwagi's life. He loved those goddamn noodles. We saw him do it. Was that was that in Zero? That, that was, was in Zero that? that he was slurping on is the noodles. A, is that a callback to this this no, line is, right here that is, you can say? I guess <laughs> so. I mean, it a could very forward. well be. You know, when like you know, in some, you go onto like Naruto Wiki and it tells you that Rock Lee's favorite food is like hot pot or something it's like i this never comes up in the show maybe it was somewhere in the kashiwaki lore bible that he loves cold yeah noodles. maybe it's his favorite thing 
Um, and his blood type was yeah, O positive. Yeah, surely you're only going to see if you read the Yakuza Tonko Bond. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get the character pages. The, like, yeah, the extra chapters when when Nagoshi didn't feel like making a game, so they just wrote a, mm-hmm. some extra chapters where it's like, what does Kashiwagi wear when he's at the gym? This is Daigo. This is Daigo when he, when he goes on vacation. His favorite food is hamburgers. Oh, Daigo loves a hamburger, though. He, that fucking guy loves a number he loves a number three with extra cheese daigo does um after sadly reminiscing about a man that kiryu is known for most of his adult life uh then daigo or then rikia asks if kiryu wants to go get horny at a bikini bar and kiryu's just like i don't think that i'm really in the mood for that right now so we will catch up later you have fun champ Mm -hmm. is this around where you get the chance to uh through the uh, tattoo sub stories, that next chapter. This is this the, chapter. This uh, that comes up. It's after, this chapter, yeah. only this chapter, right now. So we're mm-hmm. doing it right now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. honestly shocking to me that none of this stuff is mandatory. At any point here, you can tell your sweet boy that you're done hanging out with him, and that um, go ask your mother if uh, if you want to go get your tattoo finished. It just seems like an important payoff to his character. Like why would you, why is this not part of the story? It's so fucked up. Yeah, it's like it's really like why why did they do this? Yeah, the last um, thing that uh that Rikia asks for is uh is that he wants to find a tattoo artist because he he says that you know as we know Rikia's tattoo artist died before he could finish the tattoo. The eye is unfinished, but he hasn't found anyone who. Mm as he says, um, understands the spirit of Okinawa. Uh, yeah, so somebody who maybe, even if they're, you know, he thinks somewhere here in Kamarocha, there could be somebody who, maybe even if they're not from Okinawa, you know, they've, they've met enough people, they've got enough experience, they could really capture the spirit of what he wants to go for. Right. Uh, so, I mean, come on, we only know one tattoo artist. Yeah, there's well, we one. Two, but we're not, we can't go to Soden Port yeah. in this game, so... <laughs> I'm kind of um, sad that I, I'm kind of sad that we never catch up with uh, with that lady and see how she's doing as the as the successor to the tattoo. Because Kiryu never goes back to Sotenpori. Yeah, never in any goes of the back there games. ever again. Mm-hmm. But it's like such an interesting story that we never get any updates on. Um, mm-hmm. So Kiryu takes uh, Rikia to Utabori the second, um, his tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. It's always I always mm-hmm. love to see this guy because he seems like such an important character for Kiryu, but. I mean, we, like, see him once a game, and I don't think we ever see him again after this one, as far as yeah, I remember. I so it, By the it, way, this is substory number four. It's called Dotting the Eye. It's so upsetting that this is, like, a substory. It is. It's disgraceful. I mean, reminder that also uh, Yayoi Dojima got introduced in a substory, and she was, like, kind of impo- an important secondary character in Yakuza 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. God. Yeah, Argyle, you, you take it here. So you, you go to Utubori's, uh tattoo parlor, and you're you're standing outside, uh, and you say, "Yeah, this is this is where I got my tattoo, uh, the dragon on my back." And Ricky says, "Oh, do do you think do you think you could ask him to like finish my viper? Like, I I would love to like have him him do it." Uh, and Kiryu says, uh, "Yeah, yeah, sure." Uh, so, so you walk, you walk in. Kiryu asks Utabori, "Would would you finish uh, my friend's tattoo here?" Um, Utabori refuses. 
just flat out. He does not want to like finish like add to another artist. Yeah, Utabori's whole thing. He says like for the tattoo. When I ink a person, I'm I'm writing their destiny or something, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be right for me to add to the work of someone else. It's like against his own personal code. He wouldn't do it. He mm-hmm. flat out refuses. Riki is like pissed off, and he's treating Utabori with disrespect, which Kiryu doesn't like because because right. he's yeah. such an important person to Kiryu. Yeah, and and Rikia, uh, this is we go into cutscene mode now. Uh, Rikia rips his shirt off, of course, and reveals the viper on his back, and he says, "Pretty good, huh?" Yeah, he says, "This is Aren't the you impressed." He says, "You're looking at the spirit of Okinawa right now." And then, and Utabori like admires the tattoo, and he says, "Like this is good work. Whoever whoever made this was like skilled, and the detail is really good. Um, and it's a very special tattoo." Um, but I don't, I don't understand, I don't know you, and I don't understand what this tattoo means to you, so I could never finish yeah. it. Sorry. Goodbye. Put your shirt back on. Uh, get the fuck out. Yeah. Now, if you beat up a guy near me... <laughs> that, that really shows That would character. change everything, but unfortunately mm. in this city, there's never any bad guys that need their there's asses no, kicked. no, just like, not just roving punks of three to four goons roving the streets for people to beat up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you walk out of the alleyway, um, and there are uh, four goons harassing a couple for some money because they bumped into them, and they're like, "Hey, come on! There's an ATM right over there. Why don't you just go get us some money, and we'll leave you alone?" Hey, uh, Enrico walks up and he he he, he intervenes. And he says, "Come on, just like leave them alone," uh, and kind of just goes right into a fight. There's like no discussion. They just they just do it, um, and of course you're helping. Mm-hmm. You have to help beat him up. Yeah, that's the kind of weird thing about this is that, I mean, as as the main player character, you are doing most of the work here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I mean, it's fine. And then, yeah, you beat the guys up, and then their boss comes along, and he's just this, like, awful... He basically kind of looks like... He's basically just another Kanda, except he has an even worse tattoo. Kanda's tattoo is kind of a cool, like... Is, like, this, like, lady, and I think there's some dice there, too. This guy's tattoo basically is like the guy from SpongeBob with the big tattoo that says "Mom" <laughs> in a heart. Like he flexes right, and yeah, he makes he's, a dance. He's got, he's got like a big heart on his back. It says "Love." Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's got cupids and like little yeah ribbons and stuff. He's like he's like um, I you I run these I mean, it's streets. Not bad, bad artwork. No, it's fine. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's just like. Uh, he rips his shirt off and he's like, you see this tattoo? Yeah, you scared? And then Riki is just like, I don't even give a shit about your tattoo. I'm not even going to fight you because you're not worth my time. Goodbye. Kid. Yeah, he calls him like, a kid, kid. Even And the guy's like, I'm older than you. What the fuck? <laughs> and Riki just stares him down. Yeah. Gives him the fucking, uh, the Kiryu, uh, the Kiryu type look, stare. Yeah. Sorry, champ. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to wait. Like, oh yeah. Well, you know. Uh, never mind. I'm letting you go. I'm going easy on you today. See ya. Um. And uh, Utabori happens to be nearby. He was watching the whole thing. And he asked Rika, "Hey, why didn't you like? Why didn't you rip like, your shirt off and show him your tattoo?" Uh, to which Rika responds, "Well, it he wasn't worth my time. You know, I'm not gonna show my tattoo to some." piece of trash off the streets uh which is also why he didn't like beat the guy up he just wasn't worth it he's just some 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 punk uh utabori says okay all right yeah sure hey come with me here i'll finish that viper for you i've i'm overturning my entire personal code because i watched you not Mm -hmm. beat a guy up 
Yeah. Do you think that, like, uh, it's a boy? <laughs> okay, so I want the Deathly Hallows symbol from Harry Potter, and then Utsubori's <laughs> like, I see the future in this tattoo. Jesus. You gotta know what it means. Can I get a like a the the Triforce? Can like, I get right a tattoo? Of, can I get a tattoo of Squidward, please? Uh, Handsome Squidward, Handsome Squidward. On, on the back of my neck. Yeah, ah, yes, I, re- I remember every tattoo I've ever made. You're the one who got dick butt tattooed on your body. <laughs> uh, just a just a really nice tattoo of their favorite meme. It's like Brian Griffin. Rest in peace. Never forget. Uh, oh, I, rem- I remember every tattoo I've ever got given. You're the Yakuza with a big tattoo of Marilyn Monroe smoking weed in, ho- in one hand and holding a gun with the other. I remember mm-hmm. inking those lines onto your back and I saw your whole fate before me. Mm-hmm. Nishki. <laughs> <laughs> he covered it up with the car. Yeah. <laughs> My one regret was giving you that t- it's like it's like uh, the guy from from Yakuza too. He's like my one regret was giving giving away that tattoo design, and you think it's the dragon, but it's actually Marilyn Monroe smoking weed with one hand and <laughs> shooting person with a gun with the other. And that's what Ryuji Goda has on his back. My 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 forbidden tattoo design. Um. So yeah, he brought, he does the eye. Uh, Rikia is like ow 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 and then he the tattoo looks sick as hell though i love freaky as cool viper and he's so proud of it too he's like this is this is the spirit of okinawa it's a cool snake it's a fat snake finally complete <laughs> fat thanks. snake thanks old man uh uh and yeah it is kind of, it is a really fat snake it, it is um, a really fat snake but i do love it uh, they they walk out and Enrique says, "Hey, we're kind of we're kind of like brothers now." It made me so it made me feel in a way because he says the ink on your back is the same ink as the one on my back that basically makes us brothers, and I'm just like this guy, this fucking sweet man. I love him so much. I love Riki so much. He just wants he just wants to be Kiryu's his Kiryu to be his Aniki. Mm-hmm. This guy kicked the shit Kiryu out of says, him. Yeah, yeah, you know what it does. <laughs> this guy kicked the shit out yeah. of him like three days ago, and now he's calling him his brother. <laughs> okay, well, it was that, like two years ago. Yeah. It was... Oh, that's right. I forgot about the time skip. <laughs> mm-hmm. I forgot. I forgot about the time skip. <laughs> oh my god. Um, is there anything else? Is there anything left for uh, for Rikia's best day ever? Uh, no, pretty much. No, he gives you. He gives you at this point. He gives you. There's, a, a, there's another like sub story or two you can do with him. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll skip over uh, those. We're already going a little long. Yeah, uh, we've got one more thing, one more piece of business, um, which is, uh, and I don't have any notes for this, but I, I'll, I'll go off memory here. Um, we, we we go. We start to go back to Sarah. Yeah. We get a phone. We uh we hear some screaming from behind the building. Yeah, in the fucking uh, the fucking so- memorial. Uh, the memorial, every fight that Kiryu, Kuse Memorial slash Nishiki Memorial slash every Machi Memorial alleyway where, and also the place where the, uh, the five billionaires, you first meet them. It's the place where everyone Mm -hmm. tries to kill Kiryu every time. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's punching out back there is, yeah, 
some guy back there is getting assaulted. Uh, his name is Ibuki. Uh, just some guy like, eh, I don't want to deal fuck with you. you. I don't want to see you again. You, yeah. or I'm going to fucking kill you. Get out of here. Eh, and he leaves. And Kiryu's uh, and like, he walks up and he's like, hey, oh, you good? Oh, it's Kiryu. I remember you. I was in the Dojima family 10 years ago. And Kiryu's like, I'm so sorry. I don't know who you are. I, yeah, I, I, I've never met you in my life. He says, oh, okay, yeah, I was kind of I was kind of low on the, the totem mm-hmm. pole. Don't worry about it. Lear, let me take you back uh, to my place. Let me take you back to my dungeon. <laughs> let me take you back to my sex dungeon. It isn't a I sex live. dungeon. It's not a sex dungeon. It's just it's a not. regular, it's, it's a restaurant not. dungeon. It's it a just food looks, dungeon. It looks like a sex dungeon. But it's actually a, know, a real dungeon. Well, it's, it's, it's a, dun- a novelty dungeon. Yeah, it's a novelty comedy dungeon where you eat your food in a dungeon cell and then someone says yeah. like... Someone says, like, now for the torture, and then they give you the bill, and they go, ha, 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 ha. Whoa. Whoa. It's it's Japanese. They really make you pay an arm and a leg in this place. Whoa. Yeah, it's Japanese medieval times. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't have the big arena. No, Uh, it's it's literally, like, the worst worst dining experience you've ever had. Um, Mm -hmm. Apparently, Ibuki, the man we've just met, owns this. Like, he owned this place as a a Yakuza front, but now it was just a real restaurant, Mm. and now he uses it for another purpose, which is the HLA. No, yeah. The HLA. The Honest Living Association. The Honest Living Association. This guy is... (laughs) This is this is a really funny thing because we learn about the HLA and and it turns out that this is something Kashiwagi started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this weird like wholesome idea that Kashiwagi had that he never he just operated it in secret, I guess. Yeah, it's a support group for people who well, you want to stop you being really Yakuza. seen Kashiwagi much in the last few years, so mm-hmm. I guess it never came up. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. But yeah, basically, this is for, like, former Yakuza looking to make their way in life. Uh, they they started coming to Kashiwagi for advice. You know, he'd lend them an ear. So this is why he started this this HLA, to kind of give them, you know, the help they need to, to make their way. Yeah, and they uh, also do, do things like, nice. uh, they do things like they give them a place to live, and they give them small, low-interest loans. This nice thing, yeah. those nicer Kashiwagis helping these guys get out, yeah. of, the, get out of the crime. And, uh, mm-hmm. and they used to have it, Ibuki took it over, like Kashiwagi, it just kind of became this thing that he couldn't work on, like he's too busy for it, so Ibuki took the reins, and they used to meet in Ibuki's house, but then it, uh, it kind of got too big for the house and, and needed its own place. He converted Kamarocho yeah. Castle into yeah. a dungeon-themed the, the restaurant, office and it. then he says that people think it looks like a prison, which when people are staying here, it keeps them on the straight and narrow, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, people do not like the HLA and they want, they want to sabotage it at all costs. Right. Uh, Yeah. A a particular group of Yakuza of some of them, former HLA members calling themselves the, the Reapers have been assigned uh, to like, Argyle, do you want to know what they're, do you want to know what they're called in the original translation? Oh, the killers. No. It's even dumber. Uh, the the dishonest living association. They're called the Avengers. Just just Robert Downey Jr. absolutely kicking the shit out of a guy who's just trying to start a fresh life. Mm-hmm. Something pretty on character, just shooting a orbital laser. I mean, that's who fucking owns the essence of orbital laser. Is the fucking is 
Spider-Man with his stupid like <laughs> his I drone you know, army. kill drone army Elon Musk's kill drone army. God, mm-hmm. I hate the fucking Avengers. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the 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 Reapers are, are like assaulting HLA members and Tojo Clan people, uh, and they don't really have the the muscle or like the you know the people to do it because like members of the HLA they want to oh, stay yeah, out they're of that all, sort they're of all thing. So they, they're not gonna like. They're not really going after the Reapers. They don't have people to do that. So Kiryu just offers, like, hey, what if, what if I did it? What if I took care of the Reapers? Mm-hmm. Um, and Ibuki's like, eh, no, I couldn't ask you to do that. Mm-hmm. But he, he's, he acquiesces pretty quickly. Um, and he says, okay, well, I'll give you info on Reapers. You can just come back here anytime. Uh, I'll, I'll give you all the information you need. You can go take them out, and I'll give you a reward. So this is basically like a bounty hunting yeah. side. Mm-hmm. Uh, side story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really bother with yeah. it too much because yeah, it's not really boss fights in Yakuza three sucks terrible. Shit. Yeah, so it's yeah, just they like... do. You can, I mean, you can get some, like some a decent amount of money out of mm-hmm. it, which I mean, That's it's a Yakuza bad. game, so there's not that much use for money. But yeah. I don't know. Uh huh. It can be all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not that great after, anyway, after that and that's it you go back to Serena Date says are you ready to talk about what happened with Kanda and that is the end of the chapter yeah I always oh, like you also introduce him to Rikia oh, and right. he, he does call the Riedo family one of the biggest syndicates in Okinawa one of the which, biggest I mean I, I, mean, I guess that's objectively when there's two of them and it's one of them is, one of two yeah it's like if you if <laughs> the you, second uh, biggest syndicate in Okinawa <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there's only two people in the contest, then you're then even if you're in the last place, you're the second best. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and also I think the mama does also say that the Kiryu and Rikia can stay yeah, in the bar because she likes Rikia because he's a younger man down for whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then that's the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Game yeah. game still game still okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when Kiryu yeah, says yeah. Uh, says, "Wow, this story's got a lot of moving parts. Foreigners <laughs> in black suits." Three uh, Yakuza people vying for power, a helicopter attack, a resort deal. I can't wait to get to the plot. And then uh, and then Date wait. says, three chapters to go, Kiryu! Three chapters to go, don't worry about it, oh, we'll get boy. there! Uh, really the next... looking forward to the plot. <laughs> the next... <laughs> can't wait to learn the plot. The next chapter is uh, very short, and it's called Mad Dog Majima. I wonder who's in that one. <laughs> Chapter 7, Mad Dog. Yeah, Mad Dog. The remaster. What's he gonna do? Um, gonna I can't do? wait to I can't wait to find out how uh, how Kamarocho Hills is going. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, decent long battle. A lot of good moments with Rikia. Uh, the, the boss fight was... Uh, um, but I, I think overall, still pretty yeah, Pretty decent. fun. Yeah. I don't like the, uh, don't like the weird, like... The weird, like, oh, Kiryu is still still like reeling yeah. at the fact that uh, the the tattoo sub story is optional. Really like I was talking wild. to Dan about it last night, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, this is where you can do the sub story where Riki gets his tattoo." And I said, "Surely not. Surely that is not optional." No, yeah, right? you have to. You can. You can just yeah, tell. No, it is. You can right after fighting Kanda, you can go and end the chapter if you want to. It's horrendous. yeah. You can just be like, "Fuck off, kid." I don't, don't want to hang out with you. Anymore. It's disgusting. Yeah, the version. The version I Imagine watched how on YouTube you would have to be. Yeah, just the version I watched on YouTube just skips the whole uh, Rikia hangout sesh. Why? How? Why? That's like important. It's really there's important. a payoff to one of his story things. 
finishing his tattoo. The the connection between him and Kiryu. It's fuck you. What's wrong with you people? Mm-hmm. This should be mm-hmm. mandatory. It's honestly like, listen, I'm a heartless gamer. When I am playing, I have things to do in my life. I do run when Haruka is trying to follow you, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I would never skip this. <laughs> Look, you can't you can't hold hands. You can't hold hands. You gotta, gotta, gotta walk. You gotta. I'm a busy man. Who walks got, in a video game? Who walks in a video game? Honestly, I barely walk in real life. I'm a brisk speedwalker. I mean, I, I kind of do it sometimes in the Dragon Engine, like in Kiwami 2. Well, I'll do yeah, it it's walking's way... A, quite a bit faster That's in true. those games. Walking is way less of a hassle. Yeah, Haruka's moving uh. incredibly fast. If they had, if they had, uh, if they ever bring back Kiryu for the Lost Judgment Engine, they can both ride around on skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be very cute. I'd love that. Uh, though, Har- though Haruka's not a child anymore, Haruka's a yeah. grown woman. So we we don't have any questions this week because we're bad. No, but we've got but we've got important him. we've got important. We do business. have a special little. Yeah. Okay, Dan. Little, little so yes. Context for this: uh, you shared an image in our Discord. Well, earlier someone today. else shared it. <coughs> I retweeted right, right. it. Then a certain right. someone shared it. Yes. Okay. So um, the <laughs> where is it? I can't find it. I've got it's it right in, uh, here. The Tojo headquarters. It's the Tojo headquarters. Channel. And it is a, uh, right, it's an image that is describing if a character is Shadow the Hedgehog. Now, on the Slappers, this is kind of a cross-podcast promotion, because on the Slappers Only episode about Sonic Adventure 2 that we did, you said that Kiryu was like Shadow the Hedgehog, and I I got very offended about this. I need to be clear, I said the way fans depict Shadow in ideal circumstances, their idealized version of Shadow is basically Kiryu. Okay, so what... Where he's just, like, a flawless, like, badass, mm-hmm. like... No, no, like, a, he's, like, a... He's kind of tough, but he's got a sweet, caring side. That's... Okay, I was thinking of, like, how a lot of fans... It's kind of funny, because the so, way that okay. fans view Kiryu is kind of the opposite of how fans view Shadow. Like, fans view Shadow yeah. like he is Kiryu, and Kiryu... And fans view Kiryu like he is Shadow. Um, okay, here is the check. Here are the checklists, and it, it's like a, it's like how people define a roguelike. There's some big ticket items, and then some small ticket items. Yeah, is this is this a true shadow? Is this a true? Is, this a is, is Kiryu a real shadow like, or is he a shadow light? Um, okay, mm-hmm. here's the ultimate checkpoints for essential for a true shadow. Was created in some artificial matter. Has had no. memory loss, amnesia, er- memory ma- manipulation. Actually, yeah, let's go through one at a time for Kiryu. He was yeah. not. He's yeah. not artificially created. Has no. he had memory manipulation or am- amnesia? No. De- defining no. traumatic event in past. Bonus if it was in space. Well, he's had yes. a lot of he's defining had a traumatic events. He had, he he had. Yes. I would say that the defining traumatic event he hasn't had a couple. Um, I would say the big one is going to jail for twenty years. That seems like yeah. Though like minor, yeah. And then there was the Dojima part where he was on that space station and he he opened the door and he saw Kazuma shooting all those Korean people <laughs> in space. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's yeah. the time his dad died. There's the time his his uh sworn brother died. The time his girlfriend died, that was the same time. In the same uh, night. In the same time, yeah. In the same night, yeah. Um, complicated familiar relationships or convoluted family tree. Yes to the first one, no to the second yes. one. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't really have yeah, a family, family tree. tree. He doesn't, yeah. He has no, just like, uh, just Unless like that one. Unless you count his kids. 
No, he doesn't have any. Not, he doesn't have any kids. We're talking. Yeah. I, I think that's more of a, a specifically biological yeah. thing. Um, um, loyal to close family and friends. Big yes there. Yes. Has yes. strong internal Check. morals and guidelines that may not be understood by others. I don't know about this one because I think Kiryu's morals are very well understood by others. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody understands. Yeah, people are very is. clear of where he is. He's just like protect, protect people, care for your family and friends. Uh, don't pick on the weak. Mm-hmm. Misunderstood mm-hmm. by fandom. I would say no for Kiryu. I think most Yakuza fans now yeah. in 2021. Now, I, I, yeah, like I, I Yakuza feel fans like... in 2009. Yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> when Shadow was co- when the Shadow the Hedgehog game was coming out, yes, Kiryu was understood by Yakuza fans. <laughs> I think I think it really depends because like you know, like what what shade of gamer you're talking. I about. tick I think off the kind of no. people who you know listen to this show. The people uh-huh. who are in our Discord, like yeah, they they understand what. Games I think are. the wider Yakuza fam- fandom at this point, now that like Yakuza six has come out and like Yakuza three, four, five have come out and zero, like I think where we're at in the story in the mm-hmm. like people understand that Kiryu is like he's got a soft side and mostly he doesn't like to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, here's optional but probably common characteristics of a shadow. Red black color scheme. No. Close. Kind of. Almost. Close, but no. He has red. Associated with an animal or uh yes, dragon. Yeah. Or is yes. yeah. Is an animal or associated with an animal dragon. Rival yeah. to main character, no. 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 Gun. He's, he's... Gun smiley face. No, no. gun frowny no. face. Angsty? No. Not really. Has a theme song that has gay lyrics. I don't know the Which lyrics. I, I don't really know the lyrics to receive you. you no. but, uh, I don't. I don't think it no. is mistaken um, for another character. People don't usually know who Kiryu is, or they don't know that he's the. Does f- that count as mistaking him for somebody else? I don't think so. Yeah. And then Faker. No, Kiryu's the Faker. Kiryu keeps it real. Hmm. So yeah, he's he's OG fed. He is an OG uh, thug fed. Yeah, yeah, thug premium yeah. thug fed OG according to GameStop or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we so we have uh, we have like three checked off for the ultimate checkpoints and then two checked off for the uh, for optional. I would mm-hmm. say that this is a solid no for Kiryu. However, You're right. Important side business. We need to look at it for Majima. <laughs> yes, 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 of course. Was created uh, in some artificial matter. No for this. No. Memory loss or... Am- okay, wait. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, you could argue that the, the Majima as we know it was is a, a persona I was, created by I was thinking. Majima. I was thinking about this, though, because, yeah, you're right, because he's putting on an act, though. I'll put a half the, point. Half point for that okay. one. Half a point. Okay. Defining a memory loss amnesia memory manipulation. Well, if you play Yakuza 5, you know there's key points of Majima's backstory that he just doesn't ever think about or talk about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Does that count no. as memory <laughs> no. manipulation? If it's just no. yeah, I don't think that counts. No. Uh, defining no. traumatic no. event bonus if it was in space. Absolutely huge, fucking one hundred percent. Yes, yes. The, the, that time that Shimano kept him yeah, on the, a space the si- station for a year. <laughs> the the Saijima, the Ueno Saiwa shooting that we saw in Yakuza mm-hmm. Zero, so I can talk about it. Big yes. Complicated familiar mm-hmm. relationships, also big yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Loyal to close friends and family, whoever they are. Yeah. Yes. Um, Curious, strong yeah. internal uh, morals and guidelines that may not be understood by others. Another yes, big yes. Uh, misunderstood big by yes. fandom. No, <laughs> yeah. I think people understand Majima. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Red black color scheme in this game. Yes. In this game. Yes. yes. Associated yes. with an animal. Yes. Mad dog. Mad dog. Yes. Rival to main character. 
Absolutely. Yes. Gun. No. Knife. Gun. Nah, not no. really. Angsty. Angsty. Knife. knife guy. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can be. Uh, Majiba, yeah. Does Majiba Zero, have a yeah. theme song? He has the uh, Maj- He's, he's kind of got his variation on Receive You, usually. He's got uh, Majima Construction. Uh, uh, I don't there's... think... <laughs> I wouldn't say any of them have, like, gay lyrics, no. though. Um, and then, uh, Mistaken for Another Character, no. He is the most no. He is the most identifiable man in the city in which he lives. And Faker, once again, unlike, uh, just like Kiryu Majima keeps it real. He's true to himself. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think we got enough checked off here that Majima... Majima is absolutely Shadow the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. He's Shadow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's he's our Shadow the Hedgehog. The fucking red-black color of scheme course. is killing me. <laughs> he wears a red and black suit in yeah. this game. <laughs> That's really uh, funny. So I think we need we need a Sonic checklist. Yeah, yeah so we, we need a can, see what, can someone make a uh, can someone make a Sonic checklist to see if we got any Sonics we, in there? I need I need to make a we need a Knuckles checklist as mm. well. Here he's pretty close character-wise to Knuckles, I think. Yeah, I, but if you make us a Knuckles checklist, we'll go through it on an episode, but don't have too much... Uh, don't have well, any one observ- of them has to be... Well, two of them have to be does not chuckle, and two, he likes to flex his Chuckle's muscles. Leather. Can glide. Mm-hmm. Always searching searching, yeah, searching for, for emeralds. Does not love Rouge the Bat. <laughs> I don't love you. Not white, also. Uh. Mm-hmm. Not white. That is true. Red color scheme. Um, associated with hip hop music. That one's probably a big one. Uh, talks with his fists as well. Here, you know that a rap. <laughs> uh, keeps to himself until called into action. I guess. Fly high like a butterfly. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we've proven it once and for all. Kiryu is not Shadow, but Majima, Majima is Shadow. Is confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the end of this episode and the end of our podcast for this week. Uh, Dan, thank you very much for joining us on such short notice. Tell us where we can find you. Oh, yeah. You can find me at a lot of places. And you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter at Bigger Challenge. You can find the other podcasts I do, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, uh, we just started season three. It's great. Uh, you can listen to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, I've got to edit some episodes, but we did recently record an episode on Super Mario Brothers Z, uh, as a sort of fan, Fucking fan episode. Z. Uh, you can listen. How did that go? It it went pretty good. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you how do you like it? Does it hold up after it, all these years? It ver- it holds up surprisingly well. Really? Yeah. Oh, the uh, Mario. When when are you gonna release episode nine, Alvin Earth? <laughs> he he did a reboot. He's he, and he released episode two of the reboot earlier this year. Uh, the wow. Okay. Damn. Mm. How uh, old is that guy at this point? I I don't know. Um. Uh, you can listen to, uh, the finished podcast, Chill Bleed, Michael Reynolds' Auditory Horrorland on Ill Bleed. It's, that's pretty good. And you can listen to Stranger's Fiction, actual play podcast, haven't updated in a while. Uh, and last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Now, there's some holidays coming up, uh... 
I do not celebrate Thanksgiving or Black Friday on the on this blog because they're Black bad Friday holidays. Is not a holiday. Mm-hmm. That is not a holiday. Not a holiday. That, holiday is, that is Black Friday propaganda. Black Friday is the capitalism holiday, and Thanksgiving uh, is the mm-hmm. is the. I think you mean Christmas. Yeah. Thank you. Thanksgiving is the uh, historical revisionism and also hanging out with your, with your unlikable family, family members. Yeah. Uh, uh, so instead, I will shout out what comes a few days later. Happy Hanukkah, Xbox. Happy Hanukkah. It's a week Happy away. Hanukkah. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Hanukkah, Dan. I fucking yeah. love Hanukkah. It's my favorite. I make latkes every year. It's a nice. Tr- oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I love Hanukkah. Oh. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Already got the presents um, out. Hanukkah fucking slaps. Christmas is such a cringe holiday compared to Hanukkah. Yeah. Uh, I like Christmas. It, I mean, Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah by Dan Fogler is a better <laughs> is a better holiday song than any Christmas song, and that includes "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Uh huh. But specifically the Dan Fogler version. Hanukkah music is really funny. Hanukkah as a holiday is really funny because, like, Hanukkah's not an important Jewish holiday like Christmas is for Christian people. It's it's just... Christian people think it is because it's next to Christmas. Yeah, because it's next to Christmas. But, like, it's mostly just kind of celebrated so that Jewish people can have a winter holiday. But also it whips, and I love the Hanukkah traditions Mm -hmm. because they involve fried food and lighting things on fire. Yeah. I love both of those things uh-huh. as, a, as a southern person. Mm-hmm. As a, a red-blooded American, I love fried foods and lighting things on fire. That's I don't fire. know like where the where the the jelly donut tradition of Hanukkah got started, but uh but but it is it is a a traditional Hanukkah. It's like Chinese food also like Uh a, no, Chinese food is Christmas, the right? Chinese food is the Christmas oh, Jewish the, holiday. The, the, oh, okay, the Christmas Jewish holiday. Yeah. Okay. It's actually yeah, like sense. a uh, an interesting like story mm-hmm. behind that that is is uh, kind of interesting um yeah anyways ha- one week from today dan happy hanukkah xbox um yeah so we'll have an episode out during hanukkah because it's eight nights mm-hmm. eight crazy nights adam sandler eight crazy nights with adam sandler you know, I I, I'm sorry to. That's what our that's what our next our episode next episode will be on eight chapter eight chapter eight crazy nights. Kiryu doesn't know what Hanukkah is. Yeah, I didn't know that <laughs> somehow. Like I, I know for a fact that I went to see eight crazy nights with my family somehow uh, when I was young, but I didn't know that it was animated for my entire life, and I don't know how I didn't know that. Like I didn't. <laughs> okay, know, I, I thought it was I a live action movie. I know this bit is going on a bit long, but did you know there's a Disney Channel original movie about Hanukkah? What's it called? It's called, like, oh, fucking something nights. It's about Hanukkah and basketball. Let me look it up. Disney <laughs> Duncan Channel. Eight Duncan Nights. It's called Full Court Miracle. Hell yeah. Uh, the, Rugrats, <laughs> okay. the Rugrats had a Hanukkah and a Passover episode. The menorah stayed lit for all four quarters, <laughs> all the way into overtime, double overtime. Fluffy, yeah, my favorite like, Hanukkah. The big movie. plot event is is the big thing is like the jet backup generator they need to keep the basketball Fuck, court running. Yes, that is so funny. It has some by some miracle, it lasts long enough for the it entire the whole game. game. So I it was rules. only barely off. That is off. so okay, fucking great. funny. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus God. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, 
Jordan, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at BreadipusRex, and you can find uh, my two other shows that I do. One of them is called Slappers Only. We just put out an episode the day that we're recording this about uh, Splatoon. That's Splatoon with a 2 instead of the OO, um, mm-hmm. which is what that game is called. And then yeah. you can also find me doing Kyle XY, a Kyle XY podcast where we currently read Kyle XY fan fiction um, to fill the void that was left by the fact that the season, the show didn't end. It never got a fourth season, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's Matt Dallas doing these days? I don't know. Is he on Cameo? Could you get him to just act out <laughs> yeah. season four? <laughs> Pay him you? lots and lots of money to be like, Michael mm-hmm. Cassidy, I will now, you are not my real brother, <laughs> that Josh is my real brother, because it turns out that your genes are not what makes your family... Uh, uh, looks like he's, his most recent stuff looks like, uh, smaller films, maybe short films, uh, nothing, nothing too big. Uh, That's okay. Yeah. He's probably not that expensive then. Uh, I'm Argyle, you can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk, you can also listen to me on Pot of Greed, which Dan already mentioned, and, uh, I guess Wowcore Robot, um, but I'm not on that anymore. So... That's it for me, and that's it for the podcast. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, did we say where you could find our podcast? Oh, yeah, you can find all of our episodes at yakuzapod.com, and you can find us on Twitter at Kamarocho Radio. Um, next week, we'll be talking up. You could join our, join join our, our Discord, Discord server. Uh, there's, a, there's a link on the Discord. On the, on the, on, there is a link on the Discord. If you're already there, you can, you can make one yourself. But uh, there's a link on the Twitter and in the episode description. Yes. You can join us. It's yeah, if you want to interact with Yakuza fans and not deal with, like, Internet creepazoid yeah, if you don't yes, capital be... G gamers. Yes. With a Z, then go go to our go to the not our your go to the Kamarocho Radio Discord so you can talk to uh Yakuza fans who are cool. Talk to Yakuza fans and... who are cool and answer the big questions like which of the Yakuza characters smells the worst? <laughs> and which mm-hmm. of the Yakuza characters smells the best? Like old oak and whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the next week we'll be talking about chapter seven of Yakuza three. Um, getting getting about halfway through the game, I'm pretty sure. Um, Mad Dog. Yeah, this one's called Mad Dog, and it's uh, going to be quite a short chapter. Um, but <laughs> some things happen in it. I remember them. They're pretty funny. Yeah, they're pretty funny. So we will uh, we will see you next week. And uh, and uh, thank you all very much for listening, Dan. Thanks for coming on. And as always. Kiwami Kiwami's Extreme Bye 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 Bye